Hello, Seattle. I'm Dr. Sean Broom, and you're listening to Fiveser, the only five-minute Fraser podcast. Check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash Fiveser for video and all kinds of dumb bullshit. So check that out. It's only five bucks a month. It's Fiveser. Why wouldn't it be five bucks a month? We're talking about season three, episode three. Martin does it his way. Oh my God. I love this episode. I love episodes where the Fraser family like bonds and does a fun thing together and like have a good time together. Like when they went uh, ice fishing or when they went, uh, they rented the RV and went traveling. This is just like that. So, we open up. It's time for one more caller, and Roz is building the peanut butter and jelly sandwich, which I think I mentioned in the last episode because I was getting things mixed up. But she can't talk because her mouth's full of sticky peanut butter, and Fraser's like, who's next? And she points at her eye and then leans and goes, oh, Eileen is on the line. So, it turns out, damn, Eileen's fantasizing about Dr. Fraser Campbell. She's making love. She thinks she has the most sensual voice, but she's never seen Fraser before. So, she's like, can you describe yourself? And he's all bashful. He's like, no. But then Roz butts in and just talks the listener off with her description of Fraser. She makes him sound sexy as frick. And to be fair, he does have a gladiator's body. He's a real hunk in that regard. So, that's fine. After the show, Fraser's like, Roz, did you just say that for the listener, or do you really feel that way? And then Roz gets all sexy and climbs into his lap, and I'm like, oh, damn, Roz. But then Fraser sees right through it, and he's like, are you done? And she's like, I don't know, are you? She doesn't say that part, but whatever, it's fine. Uh... Fraser's skipping the staff meeting because he's got to go deal with his dead Aunt Louise's memorial. Daphne's giving Martin a haircut. That's great. Uh, but then, okay, here's a weird thing that I noticed. Martin's reading, Martin's reading the newspaper, but on the newspaper, the font is mirrored? That's weird. Like, the whole back of the newspaper is inversed. I don't know why that is. That's just a weird thing that I noticed. Whatever. Uh, they have their aunt's ashes, and they don't know what to do with them. Martin's like, why don't you flush them down the toilet? Uh, two weeks from after tomorrow was the memorial service, and that's so far away. Like, what the hell? Uh, she they hate this Aunt Louise. She was always a horrible person. She was so mean to everybody. She always threatened to go to the South Pacific, but never went. And uh, and she's like, they always she always complained and hoped she'd end up in a warmer climate. And then Fraser's like, oh, I'm sure she's found her way there now. And everyone laughs at that. It's great. Uh, but then Daphne starts calling on Martin for having a secret shoebox that he's kept for 30 years. And it's like, where is this going? Turns out it's full of songs that Martin wrote for Frank Sinatra that he never sent him. Oh my God, that's amazing. Martin's all bashful about it, but Daphne just goes and gets the shoebox and is like, ah, here we go, here are the songs. And uh, they're, they're reading some of the lyrics. And it's like, you are the song my soul would sing. You make my heart go ring-a-ding-ding. Martin, that's good stuff. And Martin's like, ah, that was in his ring-a-ding-ding phase that he was going through. Which, fair enough, Sinatra, you know, whatever. Uh, Martin doesn't think very good, though. Except for she's such a groovy lady. He has no musical talent, though. So the boys are like, we'll help you write the song. And he's like, okay. Which, this is what I love. They're, then the boys are all singing. They're playing music together. They're writing this song. Martin's like blaring out horns and no one can figure it out. But then, uh... <laughs> They're getting exasperated. It's been a few hours, and Fraser's like, Dad, in Niles' defense, your bobbity boss is starting to sound like your scoobity waz, which is pretty funny. Uh, and they're trying to figure out, like, a new line for this song, and they're like, ah, she makes the bravest cat go frady? She's like a wood all cool and shady? She could have slept with Warren Beatty? Nah, these aren't very good. So Martin's like, let's sing it back. And Fraser is singing, and he is crushing it. And Niles is playing the piano, and Fraser's like, she's such a groovy lady. I love it. It's so awesome. Martin is so happy. And like that, I love when Martin is just like giddy like a child. Like he's just like clapping his hands together and like, yeah, guys, oh, that's great, guys. It's amazing. Cut to two weeks later. Fraser still hasn't written that eulogy, even though the service is in an hour. And Daphne has a cold. And Martin decides to go check the mail because he sent off the song to Frank Sinatra. He's like, well, I'm going to send it off to old Blue Eyes. So he sends it off to him. The crane boys hate their aunt. Uh, one time, Aunt Louise made Niles climb a tree to get a 39-cent kite, and he fell and broke his collarbone, and he's like, it's the only time I saw her laugh. 
that's great. So they drive to a park to scatter her ashes, and uh, Niles is outside scattering the ashes, and Martin and Fraser are talking. Martin and Fraser's like, you did hear back from Frank, didn't you? And Martin's like, yeah, he didn't. They, they rejected the song. Which, like, what an old bastard. Fuck you, Frank Sinatra. You What a jerk. Meanwhile, Niles just can't get this urn open, so Fraser's like, I'll help you open the urn. So when he opens it, it splashes Louise all over his face. Oh, my God. They go to the church, and Fraser's trying to give the eulogy. Niles dumps his shoe out, and it's full of Louise. And Fraser's like, ah, you know, she was a great lady. She loved to teach us lessons. And uh, But then finally he goes, uh, hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling. Toss salads and scrambled eggs. Oh, my. Are they going to sing such a groovy lady? And maybe I seem a bit confused. Yeah, maybe, but I got you pegged. <laughs> but I don't know what to do with those toss salads and scrambled eggs. And Louise Love teaches lessons. Hard to picture without saying, or say, I'll teach you a lesson. So then Fraser, he paid the church fire to say she's such a groovy lady. And it's magical, and everyone's loving it. Martin's loving it, and the whole audience is loving it. And I'll be all day.